If you find yourself wondering why you sometimes make choices that you later regret, or why you seem to act differently under pressure, well then you already know you're in the right place because today we're talking all about how to make sense of those choices and why you make them in the first place. Let's go. Hey, hey, I'm Kelsey Taylor with The Working Enneagram, and today's video is all about those strange lines on the Enneagram known as the growth and the stress path. If you aren't already familiar with the Enneagram, it is a powerful tool for personal growth and development. It's a system of nine personality types that help us understand our personality better, as well as to help us appreciate the differences of all the other personality types. Each Enneagram type has a growth path and a stress path. And the growth path is the direction we move toward under optimal circumstances, when we're feeling secure, balanced, healthy. And the stress path, well, that's just the opposite. It's the direction we move during challenging times when we're feeling overwhelmed or anxious. And my hope is that you would understand how to recognize when you're moving to those growth and stress paths so that you know when you're on track and then you know when you need to course correct. Let's take a closer look at that growth path. The growth path is the direction we move when we're feeling our best. And when we're on that growth path, we're more likely to be open-minded, receptive to new ideas, compassionate and understanding of others, confident and more secure in ourselves, and also able to manage our stress and cope with challenges. To reach our growth path, we need to be willing to work on ourselves. And that means acknowledging our weaknesses and then working to overcome them. It means embracing our strengths and using those strengths to positively impact the world. Here's an example of what the growth path looks like for each of the Enneagram types. In growth, ones move towards the seven space and they become more fun and more spontaneous. Twos move toward the four space and they learn to distinguish between what they are feeling and what others are feeling. Threes move towards the six space and they become less competitive and more collaborative. Fours move towards the one space and they become more routine and more disciplined. Five moves toward the eight space and they become more decisive and more action oriented. While sixes move towards the nine space, they become more serene and peaceful. Sevens are gonna move towards the five space and they become less impulsive. Eights move toward the two space and they become more kind, compassionate and nurturing. And then nines move toward the three space and they become more energetic and more efficient. Now, the stress path is the direction we move in when we're feeling overwhelmed or anxious. It's often the path of avoidance and a way that we use coping mechanisms, but in an unhealthy way. When we're on our stress path, we're more likely to be critical of ourselves and judgmental of others. We are more likely to be insecure, overly focused on our problems, and unable to manage our stress in healthy ways. That stress path is often a way of acting out of fear or insecurity, so we may try to avoid our problems or completely numb them altogether. All kinds of unhealthy behaviors show up here. Now to manage that shift to the stress path, we need to be aware of those triggers, and then we need to develop healthy coping mechanisms. Things like exercise, meditation, prayer, or spending time with people that you love. Here's a simple example of what that stress path looks like for each of the nine types. In stress, ones are going to move to that four space and they become more sensitive, more emotional. Twos will move to the eight space and they become more demanding and more in touch with their anger. 
Threes move to the nine space and they become a bit more disengaged and apathetic. Fours move to the two space and they become a little bit more needy and clingy. Fives move to the seven space and become scattered and frenetic in their thinking. Sixes move toward the three space and they become more self-promoting in unhealthy ways and more competitive. Sevens move toward the one space and they become rigid and critical. Eights are gonna move to the five space and become a little bit more withdrawn, more isolated, while nines are gonna move to the six space and they are going to experience a lot of anxiety and fear in that space. I do wanna note that the terms integration and disintegration are often used interchangeably with the growth path or growth point and the stress path and the stress point. And I wanna talk about what integration and disintegration actually means because these are not everyday words. Integration refers to that journey of an Enneagram type towards its healthiest expression. It involves developing their type's positive traits and then integrating another type's positive strengths on the Enneagram. For example, as a one, integration looks like integrating the spontaneity, the fun, and the joy of the seven into my daily habits. Now, the goal is not to become a seven, but a healthier one by doing that. And disintegration refers to the process of integrating the unhealthy behaviors and unhealthy coping mechanisms of another type. It's about avoiding our problems and numbing our emotions. For example, again, as a one, disintegration looks like adopting the self-pity, dramatic, and melancholy attributes of the four while trying to manage my own stress. When we're on the growth path, we're integrating our personality. When we're on our stress path, we are disintegrating our personality. And the goal of the Enneagram is to help us move towards integration and away from disintegration. So when we understand when we're on our growth path and when we're on our stress path, we really make conscious choices about how we wanna behave and how we're gonna interact with those around us. For a long time, it took me a while to lean into the spontaneity of the seven because it feels counterintuitive to me as a one. But now that I know I want to aim and achieve to in implement and integrate that joy and spontaneity, it becomes easier over time. To learn more about what it looks like for each Enneagram type to behave in their growth and stress paths, consider signing up for an Enneagram and stress workshop. This interactive workshop delves more into the unique growth and stress paths of each Enneagram type so that you can uncover those hidden drivers behind your own stress whether it's perfectionism or a fear of failure or a need for control. And then I want you to translate this knowledge to your team, fostering empathy and understanding for everyone's individual triggers because not everybody is the same. We're also gonna identify your past, current, and even future stressors, those ones that are just lurking around the corner. And equipped with this awareness, we're going to develop personalized stress management plans. And this is where the magic is. These plans are tailored to each individual Enneagram type. So I want you to think of a team that is equipped with healthy coping mechanisms, ready to face challenges together. Click the link in the description for more details and schedule your Enneagram and stress workshop today. Remember, a happier team is a more productive team and investing in their well-being is a true investment in your company's success. That's the best I have for you today. I'll see you in the next video.